0: What up, what up, what up? We are live. It is Tuesday. It's in the huddle. It's draft week. We got Tyler. We got Flip. We got Jonas. And we're going to be doing a little bit of drafting today. So uh, stick around. On the other side of the music, we will be here to uh, fix the Vikings. We'll talk to you soon. Huddle Around as Climbing the Pocket
1: Network presents Jason and the Boys Talking Everything minnesota vikings
0: what up what up what up we are back we are live it is draft week let us go let's do this and uh we just lost jonas i hope he comes back or flip's gonna have a new job to take on on the show today but uh while we wait for jonas to come back in tyler my man How you doing? How you been? You've been busy this season, man. It's good to see you.
2: Hey, Jason, it's great to see you too. It's great to see you, Flip, Um, Dave. It's great to see you after only about five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, (laughs) things are good. This has been the busiest draft season of my life. Um, It somehow trumps last year. Um, Constant ninety-hour weeks, but let me tell you, I've never been more prepared. Never been more excited, especially for what Dave's going to talk about here in a little bit, where we're going to be live. From our good friends at Lake Monster Brewing, it's going to be a great, great weekend.
0: I love that. I love that. Just dropping the plug subtly in there, and we go from Tyler dropping the plug to Flip rocking the cap. My man, how you doing? How you been? I'm try- I'm doing well. I'm trying to.
3: I'm trying to do the the Chris Collinsworth the, the slide in. The slide <laughs> in. Boom. There
0: you go. Boom. You're Let's in. Let's
3: do it. How you feeling, bro? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. I'm ready for a little bit of draft prep, a little bit of mock draft Tuesday for y'all right before the NFL draft.
0: There we go. And uh, we, we Jonas was here. He's not here now. But when he comes back, we'll see how he's doing. Hopefully mm-hmm. better than the internet connection from all the way across the pond. But while we wait on Jonas, we'll flip it over to producer Dave, my man. Hey, It's been a minute. How yeah. you doing? How you been?
1: Oh, I'm doing good. I'm getting excited. Almost done with complete draft prep for three days live of climbing the pocket coverage of the draft. I'm getting excited. There's fired up. There's a new team in town, Kwesi and the boys. How they go to draft, we don't know, we can suspect, but we aren't sure yet. And it just brims full of possibilities. That, you know, so long as we keep those possibilities full and our
0: beer glasses full of Lake Monster, we'll be golden. All right. Well, let's do it. For today's show, we are going to be uh, doing a mock draft. Because obviously, leading up to, to, to the draft, you haven't seen any of those. You haven't gone through any of those. Well, we're going to do one today where Tyler is going to be representing for the scouting community. Jonas was gonna represent for the numbers, but you know, Flip, you might have to just take like wear two hats today, repping for like, yeah. you know, the smart thing to do, because you do know what those things are. And, you know, Flip Flip lives in a spreadsheet every now and again. he likes to pretend that he he doesn't, and uh, you know, and producer Dave will just be in the back telling us the draft and lineman, lineman. In every round. Lineman. more. So Dave lineman. can represent <laughs> for the fans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, you are driving this fun bus so could you mm-hmm. get things pulled up here so we can Woo-hoo. get this thing going and uh yeah every one the comments you can let us know what your pick would be and how wrong our analysts are when they make their decisions as well but pull it up let's go let's do this that's th- what i want all i want to
3: hear the fan choice
1: all seven rounds for all your right. minnesota vikings we're using the defaults why is and- it so dark that's because I have it on dark screen mode. Uh, Do you flip, want it Flip light? does not approve. Flip does not nope, approve. Nope. Oh, dark hold on, mode.
3: hold on. It's <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No. Dark mode is king. Uh, dark I just mode put my glasses
1: mode. on. Uh, da, 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 da,
3: da. <laughs> <laughs> dark. You can use dark mode. Don't.
1: Okay. I mean, hey, I could try to turn it off. No, no it's no, all good. This, the
0: the, this the commenters is, have also said Flip is wrong. So. Yeah. Yes. Oh, whoa. Oh, nope. Blinded. Let's go. Let's fire All up. right. It's now in light mode. Look at that. All right. It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> the draft has <laughs> begun. So, Flip, uh, first round, a lot of different things have been talked about here. hmm If it was up to you, just, you know, where are you going? The The board has fallen the way many have said the board might fall, where we have... James Wilson, William, excuse me, who in recent weeks has become the new favorite pick. You know, early on, it was all cornerback all the time. And over the past few weeks, the, the smoke around the Vikings has all been about wide receiver, bringing another weapon, stretching the field, offense, 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 maximize Kirk Cousins. Uh, so here we are. It's time to make a pick. If it was up to you, Flip, Which way are you going? What do you think is the smart thing to do based on what the board's looking like now? Mm -hmm. Dave, if you could maybe show flip some of the players who are available. We got a top wide receiver. We got an edge player who seems to be falling. It seems that maybe PFF and some of the analysts like a bit more than the NFL does. We have Mm -hmm. Drake London, linebacker. Absolutely not. Undersized center. Sorry, Tyler. Not doing it. (laughs) <laughs> Where are you going? How, left? What, do you, what do you think? How, how many quarterbacks went in the, in the top 11
3: here looking at this draft? Because, you know, what I'm looking for Zero. zero. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for quarterbacks on the board because, honestly, day one, I know a lot of people are excited for that pick 12, but I'm looking for quarterbacks on the board, and I'm looking for a Vikings trade down. I think the oh, number well. one goal of this draft is to uh, actually generate draft capital for a 2023 trade up because that's a better quarterback class. So if I'm crazy, I'm looking, I'm looking to play the analytics game a little here. I'm not going to pick a wide receiver at 12 when we can get better. We can get good wide receivers on day two. I'm not looking at the edge defender right now based on what's on the board. I think this is a trade down.
0: Okay. So Tyler, decisions, 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 because we know that you have been banging the drum for Malik Willis all off season. And here we go. We are in the draft room. Willis is on the board. What are we doing here? What's your vote for what the Vikings should be doing in this situation if the board falls like this? You hire the secret service to escort your team to
2: select Malik Willis up at the front. It's it, for me. It's plain and simple. Like I, I understand that I'm a little bit in the minority here with Malik Willis, and I'm okay with that. But I am convinced that this guy is the next Michael Vick. There are only two players in the history of the NFL that have had that type of skill set. It's Willis and Vick, and it's not even close. Willis played with ten guys who aren't, who will never receive a draftable grade in an offense. That is basically backyard bullshit. When you combine those two things, it really results in what you saw: him playing a lot of hero ball, him not utilizing progressions, him uh, missing throws because he's trying to just make every play a home run because he knows he has to. I love Malik Willis. I love his potential, what he can be. He needs to figure out a lot of things with uh, from the mental side of game, as far as being on the field and how he utilizes his vision. But what he does have is a dynamic running ability that's going to give him an incredibly high floor. Right now, his floor is Jalen Hurts. His ceiling is Hall of Fame. I want to take that risk. This is everything that we have been talking about as far as the Minnesota Vikings and wanting more. We want a big arm. We want aggressiveness. 11% big-time throw rate per PFF, 5% higher than number two and number three, the only two people at 6% or above. I want to take this shot. It's everything we've ever wanted. There's no reason to not take the shot. Does it suck? Oh, okay. Another extra year on the extension? Yes. You know what? You may not be able to completely maximize that rookie window, but you know what you do have? You have a guy that has a skill set that only one other player in the history of the league has ever had. I want to take that risk. I want to be the team that shoots for the moon, and that is Malik Willis. I'm I'm done. That, I'm that, that feels.
0: I'm not gonna lie. This feels. That feels like we packed all of the hyperbole that we allotted for this entire show into the first segment <laughs> of the show. But we got we Jonas just, back here. Okay. We got Jonas back. The board has fallen yeah, to where me. there are no quarterbacks taken. What are you thinking? <laughs> what What direction would you like to go?
4: Um, first of all, I would like to see the word because I just joined in. I had to relocate because, uh, my connection wasn't working up, up there, but yeah, I'm now in and I definitely get the, argu- the argument about Willis and I have to say we are not stuck with Cousins, uh, beyond, uh, beyond next season because, if we uh, if we get Willis, if we draft him, uh, and the Vikings uh, basically tell Cousins that uh, Willis will be the guy in 2023, I don't think uh, Cousins will uh, will not waive his his no trade clause because obviously he wants to play and he has to play. If he wants to still maximize his market value and therefore he would definitely uh, waive that clause for uh, for the right opportunity. So the Vikings are not stuck and swinging for Willis is definitely something that could get the Vikings the next step in this rebuild and while he is calling this a competitive rebuild it's still a rebuild and i get it and if he's there at 12 which i highly doubt i'm i'm okay with that
0: all right so we we have two votes willis we got flip shaking his head flip what do you got? i say? mean i i got a couple things number one he's
3: number 30 on pff's big board so even if you love this guy, this is an overdraft. Number two, the, you can trade down based on, like, the cornerbacks are not there. Some other team is going to offer you more for Malik, Malik Willis. Even if you love him as a prospect, you have a quarterback in place for the next two years. And there are other teams, the Saints, the Steelers, that do not have that. And you can get trade value Because of that dichotomy, because they need a quarterback right now and you need a quarterback in a couple of years. So you trade down now and you try trading up in 2023. It's okay. He's not the only good quarterback that's ever existed, although, you know, that's what Tyler
0: (laughs) thinks he is. All right. So, Dave, can you just let us take a look at the teams that are looking to trade up?
4: I saw the Saints and the
1: Chiefs, I think. The Saints, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Radars.
0: All right, so Flip, how far back are you comfortable going?
3: Yeah, I I think, you know, I want to stay in the first round, so that makes it pretty easy. And I think, again, you, you will get more than this on draft day if all quarterbacks are on board in the middle of the first round.
0: All right, so it is decision time here, and uh, I'm coming in. I got to make the decision. I know it probably won't be the most popular one, but we're going to look at a trade here, Dave. Dave, okay. let's see what we can do in a trade back scenario. Okay, Dave, With an so let me emphasis this really quick. On getting I'll draft this, capital you, for the next season.
2: If you want to trade back, you can't do it if you believe Malik Willis is the guy. So my question for you is, even though trade back and getting that player is probably your best case scenario, do you believe he's the guy? You just have to take him. So my question for both of you is –
0: I have no, because I believe he has the most upside. I think that I understand why people are very excited about Malik Willis. I understand the upside. I understand why a player like Josh Allen coming through in recent years has people really excited about, you know, this raw prospect that is Malik Willis. But I think the part that we also need to be very honest about with a player like Malik Willis is that that's the very like tiny end of the distribution for a player with the accuracy woes that he has just turning it around and finding all of those things when they get to the NFL. Like that's something that rarely happens. Like the reason that we're all so hype about what Josh Allen has become is because it wasn't supposed to happen because it rarely happens. And so like Malik Williams, Malik Williams, Malik Willis, super exciting, great athleticism, rocket for an arm. But in the NFL, like just strong arm isn't the thing that actually wins you games. It's, quick decision-making it's the short to intermediate throws like that's the where where the game is being played right now that's where the game is being won right now and like even like a Patrick Mahomes who like we remember all of the bombs to Tyreek Hill most of that offense happens in the intermediate range and with screens you know (laughs) like so uh, I don't know like Willis I understand the upside I understand the upside but I think we also need to be honest that the upside is a lottery ticket and like it's not a, a probable outcome. It's the tail end of a distribution that you're hoping that you go for. And so to Flip's point, as much as I think that the upside is there, I think that you have to have some humility in this in this and say, I could also be wrong. So let me stack more premium options to set myself up to continue building a contender, especially given that they just extended Kirk Cousins. So. That is why I would be on board with the trade-back scenario, even though Malik Willis is a very exciting prospect. Fair. Today. So yeah. We have a trade.
1: A, a, well, I'm, this is the first time I've used this function. Obviously, right, we get well, there 16th. What else? Yeah, pick, some, pick something next year. Pick something next year? A second rounder next yeah. year? I don't know. We won First. Well, I know we want a, okay, first, have have a first.
3: They don't have a Saints first. Saints don't have free- Steelers. What does Steelers have? Yeah, let's offering? see who
1: else is up. Steelers aren't it was Kansas City, Indianapolis, and the Raiders that were offering. okay. Let's
0: we'll see what well, the Steelers we can- see if you can make a trade with the Steelers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> trade back to 20, see if we can get next year's first. Okay. Offer trade. Okay, why is that? And of course, why? we get more than this on draft, day, but you know, <laughs> Flip is right. I don't we're not mind. We're not trading any players.
1: Why is it letting me make the trade or make the offer?
0: Have you, uh, you put tricks. any one of our picks yet? Scroll down. Have you picked any? Made any picks for the uh, for the Vikings? Yeah, this right. is how we got. Yeah, this is got how these, we missed our pick a few well. years back, Dave.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: not accepted trade rejected rejected a round
3: two pick next year no give him next year's fourth I want that first round pick
0: yeah give him next year's fourth listen to your analytics department (laughs) nope Oh wow wow Steelers said no dice it's uh yeah it's not going down. So, Flip, where do we pivot? We've tried to do the move that you want. It's not going down. What are we doing next?
3: Wow. Wow. You're going to put I this see. on me like this?
0: Well, yeah. I'm going to give you the option. We we, we, we we, tried your option here. We pulled out the cartridge, blew on it, put it back in. Still didn't work. Saints. So what's the next choice here?
3: <laughs> we tra- Saints. We're trained tra- with the Saints. Okay. Do it.
4: Maybe... Maybe we can trade that 19th pick instead of 16 so
0: we can get more. Ooh, love it. See? All right, Dave, now that you figured out how to make it work, let's go, let's
1: go. So click that, the 12th,
0: their 16th. And and do you want 16 or or 19? Let's go 19 and round two next year. Yeah. Boom. Move up seven. There we go. There we go. Resume the draft. Stockpiling. All right, so we are back up, and we're gonna we're gonna run through this one <laughs> a little there bit more quickly here. Let's see the <laughs> board. Oh, not all right. Oh, whoa! Now, Dave, we can't see the board. Can't see the board, Dave. I'm talking about got picked.
3: Malik Willis went at twelve.
1: At twelve, yep. then and Williams. Then we see it. Then Jordan Davis, Claftus, Wyatt, uh, London, and Olave. So the wide oh, receivers nice. have started running.
3: Yeah, Jordan. Jordan Davis also off the board.
0: All yes. right, Jonas. Thank. God. Who's your pick? <laughs>
4: I think we would have to scroll down a bit because uh, I'm not taking a linebacker at this pick. I'm not taking a center. My man. My man. I mean, Andrew Booth might be an option. I'm a bit lower on him than some others are, but I think at 19, that's perfectly fine. At 19, Andrew Booth is... Definitely a solid pick. I would probably pick Elam over Booth because I have him slightly ahead. But uh, on the other hand, I think Booth might be a a little bit better fit for our system. So, yeah, I think I I could
0: get on board with Booth at this pick. Okay, so Jonas and Brian are on board with Booth. Tyler, who are you picking? Well,
2: that's I'll not an undersized this. center. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to uh, take Tyler Linderbaum, but he does present an interesting argument because, I'll tell you this, if his arms were just a little bit longer, he'd be considered a consensus top-ten player, and really that's his only question mark is that arm length. I because of what you get from Garrett Bradbury, I don't know how much better Linderbaum's going to be. So, and when you're talking about premium positions, you know, I've I've really cooled on that idea. I'm not a fan of it anymore. I I was open to it earlier. I've learned my lesson, Jason. You'd be proud of me. Uh, so let's. One thing I'm really interested, Dave. Um, I know PFF is not as high on him. Is Traylon Burks from Arkansas still on the board? Because I if he's still on the so. board, he's a guy that I want to target. Right there. there he is. PFF is very low on him. I am much higher on him. He he's in that like twenty range for me. So this is right in the sweet spot. The really interesting thing with Burks, he is not super explosive with acceleration, but once he's moving, he's a locomotive. You're not catching him. Uh, he's got that real build up speed. Six two and a half, 225. He has all the traits, body control, and contested catchability to be a traditional X, while giving you that gadgety type stuff that Debo made really popular here this past year. You can utilize him doing just about anything. He's best served right now playing as like a big slot in condensed sets, which we're going to see a lot with Kevin O'Connell getting players in condensed sets and letting them work in space. That and as you trying to utilize Traylon Burks early on, that's going to be your best method of trying to maximize the player as he grows and develops. And I, I can, I believe I can trust his coaching staff to really develop him, unlike what the Vikings uh, tried to do with both Cordell Patterson and Laquan Treadwell, did not really develop them re- at all. And I think with what Kevin O'Connell likes to do offensively, schematically, this is a fantastic fit for Traylon Burks. Plus, he's got that big body where he can block similar to an Irv Smith Jr., and do a lot of those like split zone kickouts. I really like the fit. I like the value. We got a second round pick next year. Now we fortify a receiving corps that, let's be honest, is pretty putrid if Justin Jefferson goes down because of all the question marks with Adam Thielen and then behind him. I don't think we're going to have players that can really step up into the roles they're going to be needed to. Traylon Burks is a great future and priority need for right now, and that's why I'm banging the drum.
0: All right, Flip. So we've got corner, we've got wide receiver, two premium picks. What are your thoughts? Which way should the Vikings go here?
3: Uh, I'm not going to bang the drum either way too much here. I think this is exactly why you trade down. You see a bunch of good options at the board at premium position, not just cornerback and receiver, but there's also some edge defenders still on the board here. If I'm, if I'm sitting here, if I'm Quasi at 19, I'm just going with Andrew Booth, plain and simple. Here, get the cornerback, get the first-round corner. You got the second-round pick for next year, and you can focus on wide receiver in the on day two.
0: All right. Well, there it is. We're going with Andrew Booth, and a flip will be auctioning off the shirt that he is wearing today. And uh, a lucky winner might get that shirt sent to them after the draft coverage this week. And here we go. Let's get this thing going. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. So that was the first round. There was obviously we were going to take a little bit of time getting that one right. But in order to get through the rest of these, we're going to have to speed this thing up. So we got a corner on the board. People should be happy about that. Folks have been banging the drum for that all offseason. We need corners. We have no corners. We got a corner. We're into round two. Tyler, take a look at this board. Tell me who you're going. You just got to do it a little bit more quickly than you would in the first because we don't have as much time this time.
2: Absolutely. When you talk about like our analytics department, Jonas will probably echo this, getting a quarterback here that you believe has sky-high potential is a really, really good value. Matt Corral provides that. He has a lot to learn as far as uh, progressions and how he sees the field, but he has all the arm talent, he has the gusto, and he has the rushing ability to give you a little something extra. So that's something we need to consider here. Um, at, as he kind of scrolls, the one name that really jumped out to me is Oklahoma's Nick Benito. And I know when Ryan watches this, he's just going to be drooling. But when you look at the player, he's fantastic. He's 6'4, 265, an incredible speed rusher on the outside. He would be able to learn from guys like Zadarius Smith and Daniil Hunter. Plus, they all three of them would be able to play multiple, and you can utilize them in A-gaps, B-gaps, um, as three techniques standing up. You, you can do all kinds of fun things with those players. I like what he brings to the table. That would be the guy that I pound the table for here, but I will say Drake Jackson, projected to be a first-round pick going into the year. USC was a dumpster fire. They had no idea how to use him. Tested athletically fantastic. He's 6'4", 270, even gained weight for testing and still tested well. That is a guy um, our friend Eric Eager was talking about earlier today on Twitter, and I echo his sentiment. This guy could be an absolute steal in this draft, and he could potentially be a top-10 pass rusher.
0: Jonas, what are you thinking?
4: Yeah, I think think I will agree on Bonito because uh, I, I'm also very high on him. He might be a, a a pass rusher mainly early on. He won't be on the field for most rushing downs uh, early in, the, in his career because he doesn't have to. Um, and he, he is a really good pass rusher. He's probably one of the best pass rushers in this draft. He definitely has been one of the more productive pass rushers in this draft. And early on, he can focus on that. He can, uh, uh, while he can still pack on some mass, some, uh, power as well. And as soon as he gets that, he can, he can get an expanded role. And, the Vikings have Zedaria Smith and Daniel Hunter right now, as long as they stay healthy, so they can use Bonito in this uh, in this role as that number three pass rusher. And
0: yeah, I, I really like this. All right, so flip. Both of our analysts have said pass rusher, but the uh, but the comments, the voice well, of with the, the fan comments. is asking. The voice of the fans are asking about wide receiver. Uh, Dave, can you maybe take a look at the uh, the available players? Let us know what wide receivers are on the board here, just so we can take a look. Sure.
3: It, it looked like we missed
1: that run. We did. So, mm-hmm. Jalen Tolbert.
0: Okay.
1: Jo- Johan or Johan Dotson. Johan
0: Dotson. Yeah, okay so it looks like we right missed there. the run yeah it looks yeah, like maybe. we missed the run on wide receivers uh so flip you know given that which way do you wanna go here
3: i uh, you do do i want to go quarterback or do i want to go edge uh that that you know that's tough is i i i assume that Jalen Petrie is also off the board here that that yeah. is the that is the only other option i would see here that i would like to investigate so let's go. Let's make our boy Ryan happy. Let's go edge defender.
0: Boob. There it is. Benito. Benito is the pick. Let us keep things moving along here, fortifying that defense. And here we go. Brian is up. He says (laughs) this is the time. It's interior offensive line time. (laughs) Yes. Flip, where are you at with it? How do you feel? You don't need to pick a player, but... Based on where we are, based on what we've done so far, what are the positions that you're targeting at this stage of the draft?
3: I'm target I'm targeting wide receiver at this stage of the draft. I'm going to try to draft two wide receivers in this draft. Is it going to be right at the spot? Will the Vikings actually have to work to find the right, you know, position in the draft to make sure that wide receiver comes in at value, but you know, a guy like Kyle Phillips is worth a flyer here, late in the third round or mid mid third round. Uh, I know there is some hype on interior offensive line. I just think they address that position so heavily in free agency. We've got we've got competition throughout the interior offensive line. They're saying good things about Garrett Bradbury, but we'll see what happens when minicamp and training camp. Get going. So I'm okay going wide receiver here and having some day three competition for Garrett Bradbury.
0: All right, Tyler. It sounded like you had some uh, some things you wanted to say about the interior offensive line, and I'm seeing some names up there yeah. that I recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave, hit yep. the wide receivers real quick just so we can see. All right. Is there anyone that really stands so we'll, out here? And Tyler, so we while we're, we're scrolling the wide here, room. talk about I, uh, uh, interior offensive line. Just because I know you know who that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. So um, he
2: wasn't listed as an interior offensive lineman, but he's projected to play that in the National Football League, and that's Wake Forest Zach Tom. Played really well at tackle, but he has the body size and athleticism of somebody you want to play inside. I believe you take him on day two, and he is a guy that can play all five positions. When you're talking about a guy who's going to start as a backup offensive lineman, having that type of versatility is massive, and I think he's projects best as a center but can play guard and tackle um, as well. This is a guy that I identified in my seven-round what I would do mock draft for the Minnesota Vikings, for the Vikings wire. I love what he brings to the table because he has a lot of those traits. He's got some sand in the pants, and he's got really good technique and recovery ability. This is somebody that you you could pencil in as that Bradbury competition, as Flip mentioned. Um, I don't like the Kyle Phillips selection because I don't believe in taking a slot only. On day two he's a
3: route runner.
2: It doesn't matter if he's a slot only. You're not getting any kind of requisite value from the position. But when you is that what they said, said about Justin Jefferson? That's
3: what they said about <laughs> Justin <laughs> yeah. Jefferson. The if,
2: if guy they is said that known about for his route running. They were process. wrong. They were wrong. It's it's not about what. Why you're are they not wrong round. this it's time? How you proje- because how you project forward is a slot only. He's he's a guy that's going to be shifty. He's going to run his routes technically and efficient from the slot. He's not a guy you want to put on the outside. Justin Jefferson had all the ability to go on the outside. He had never proven it in college. And those people who said he was a slot only—I was one of them for a little while. We were—they were 100% right. dead wrong because they forgot about the so, What we're saying is that we all want right. this guy so, in the Cooper so, Cupro.
3: Yeah, let's take. Uh, I, yeah, I, woo! That sounds nice. Like, I guess we on, can take. It, I guess we can take this this another third round guard who's not going to see a lick of playing time on the field in 2022. We can do that two years in a row. Let's do that.
0: Jonas, can you break a tie for us?
2: This is about building your best five, and Tom could be a big part of that.
0: Jonas, can you break the tie? Which way are you going here based on what you see on the board?
4: Yeah, I'm not too sure about Zach Tom. I mean, yeah, he's very athletic, and he, uh, he has... Very, very good feed, and yeah, I mean,
2: uh, watch his tape I, against Jermaine gift. Johnson how he stonewalled him. That, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um,
4: I know it's probably not very popular, especially because we already have two uh, slot cornerbacks, uh, right now on the roster, but. I'm a really, really big fan of Mark Jones. He's a really good man uh, slot defender, probably only a slot defender, but uh, besides being a very good slot defender, he's also a really, really good returner, not only in kickoffs, but also on punts. He has like nine career return touchdowns, I think, in his last three years. And like, I'm a really, him, Steve. really big fan of him.
0: All right. So we have cornerback p- potentially all offensive line positions and wide receiver. Looking at the board here thinking about positional value,
3: I would go Carson no, strong just... before offensive oh, line. Oh god. We definitely I was not doing just that.
4: About to say that. <laughs>
2: Look, I love Carson, Carson Strong more than just about anybody, and I think he'd be a fantastic fit here. But if you're not willing to take Malik Wilson round one, you're not willing to take Carson Strong here. Because the, it, the idea is you want to draft a guy right now that can be your future, and it doesn't sound like you believe any of these guys will be the future, so therefore I don't understand the, the thought
3: process. Does that make sense? Carson Strong has no knees. No, I think he can be the future, no, but there are a lot of questions he has to answer that does not make sense. Um, we talked about a key part of the Malik Willis conversation was how how soon that guy is going to get onto the field and if he can get onto the field for a different team sooner then we can take advantage of that in terms of trade value. That was the conversation around Malik Willis. That does not apply here in the third round.
0: All right. So third round I think I'm going to go with, uh, if we scroll back up, Tyler was compelling. I like the positional versatility. We continue to bolster the offensive line with someone who can play across the board. We're going with Zach Tom. PFF is going to hate it. Flip is already mad at me. No,
3: once you make the pick, I'm a team player in the war room. Once you make the pick, I'm on board with that pick. Welcome, Zach Tom, to the team. Tyler, do you think it's going to be less or more heated in the actual Vikings war room this weekend? Well, I hope it's cool. just as heated and then they can calm down
2: afterwards because sure. if you don't yeah, have somebody that's willing to bang, bang the drum or stand on a soapbox for a player, oh. is there really a lot of conviction? Like, Unless sure. it's 100% agreement, like, hey, we believe player A's the guy and there's no discourse back and forth, like, You want to have guys on a soapbox. That's a good thing. It's a
0: healthy thing. Boom. And there it is. You know, and the football gods, maybe they were smiling on us. We thought it was going to be seven. It ends up being three. PFF gives us an A. And the show only takes 45 minutes today. I feel like wins, 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 (laughs) chalking them up all around here. So, Dave, don't get upset. Don't beat yourself up. We take the lemons. We make lemonade. Overall, I'm going to ask the commenters, if the draft goes something like this, where we get a highly rated corner, a highly rated edge, and we bolster the offensive line, how are you feeling about things for the Minnesota Vikings coming out of the first couple days of the draft? And we get a second round pick. And we got a future pick out of it. Look at this. You know, the comments actually enjoying something that we've done on the show. This is new. Makes me happy. Tyler, how are you feeling? Because we went in some different ways than you wanted, but we brought it back here with, this, with the second two picks that we made. Great our draft from your perspective.
2: Now, it, it, I'm coming from the perspective where I think it should have been Malik Willis, so I'm I am disappointed about that, obviously. But if you look solely at the fact of what this is telling you on the screen, it's an A. You get a great cornerback in Andrew Booth Jr., who I am a big fan of. He's got all the athleticism and length you want. He can click and close. He's got good ball skills. Benito is a really high upside edge rusher on the uh, on the edge. Um, really nice stand-up type player. And then Zach Tom gives you all that versatility on the inside and potential competition for Garrett Bradbury. So I'm a big fan of this. I would have liked to have taken a uh, wide receiver instead of Booth Jr., but I really can't complain because we got a great player value and it happened to also be a position of need so i like as much as i would have gone in a different direction it's really hard to be upset at what we got
0: and so i saw nick howard in the comments uh be displeased by our waiting on on getting an interior offensive line so nick if, you, if you're still around i would like you to just to comment which of the players that we did pick would you have preferred for us not to have picked to replace that person with an interior offensive lineman. And uh, I'm just curious on that.
2: Even though, Jason, it says tackle, I hope Nick knows that he was drafted for the versatility and to play on the inside, not to be a tackle. So that's something that that, uh, needs to be at least said. So there hopefully is more understanding.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. And so Nick is He's a Linderbaum lover. He's a Linderbaum lover. Okay, so – we're definitely not doing that. We riot if that happens again. We've already seen this with, with Bradbury. We don't need more undersized centers in the first round. We don't need it. Jonas, looking at the draft, looking at the way things play out. How are you feeling about this if this is if this is what happens for the Vikings, how are you feeling walking away from it?
4: Yeah we absolutely fine with that i mean we have future second round pick uh we got a cornerback where i'm a bit lower on than most but still high enough to be satisfied with that pick uh i'm really high on nick bonito so i'm happy about that i'm i hope for a wide receiver uh somewhere on day two i think uh, the second round is probably the sweet spot for the Vikings for that. Uh, but Bonito at that point was, in my opinion, too good to pass up. So, uh, so I'm I'm good with that. And I probably would have went in a different uh, direction on uh, the third round pick, but it's also uh, that fits our system that. He probably doesn't need to start right away because there is a lot of competition on the guard. And yes, maybe also the center spot. Because we know that uh, Reed has played center in uh, in preseason and did fairly well. So maybe he can challenge Bradbury and uh, Zach Tom can uh, develop
0: right behind them and maybe be the center of the future all right and uh next up i was going to go to dave's internet provider to see how they felt about uh the download (laughs) upload speed and our draft but it looks like that was phenomenal flip we'll go to you here you know how you feeling about the way things kind of played out in the draft i know that you also you and the comments seem and jonas all very much wanted us to pick wide receiver but in both most of the places where we were coming up, it seemed that we were gonna be getting like the last player in a run, which tends not to work out as well for you. So we went with another position. Outside of the wide receiver not being there, uh how you feeling about how the draft shook out?
3: Yeah, you know, I said at the top of the show, goal number one is to generate some additional draft capital. So we did that. Goal number two is to get C.J. Ham off the field as fast as possible, as much as possible. We did not quite do that, so I think this is a draft where you you look at what, what happened between the first and round second round there, and you see where the wide receivers actually went. You maybe try to adjust your strategy into finding that second round wide receiver. I, 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 you know, I would have taken Kyle Phillips. I think he's a great fit. I'm always looking for route running. And yes, he projects as a slot only, but they can mix two and three wide receiver sets based on the offensive personnel they
0: have right now. So. Boom. Well, there it is. We've made it through. We got an A, so we'll take that. Dave. (laughs) Take it. before, Before we get up out of here, can you please let the folks know what's coming on for the rest of this week.
1: Yes, by all means. There will be no show tomorrow night. Vikings Happy Hour is in full live draft prep mode uh, because Matt will be one of the many hosts on for the live coverage. There is no show tomorrow, but Thursday, Friday, and Saturday – We will be live before the draft starts here. We want to promote uh, Friday. Day two is if you're in the Twin Cities area, come down to Lake Monster Brewing, the brew hall. We'll have everybody there, and they will be running the show from there. There's plenty of free giveaways. Lake Monster Brewing is giving away beer, merch, Gotta love it. Uh, we're giving away UNRL sweaty sweatshirts, um, hoodies to be exact. How are those, Flip?
3: They look great, man. I, I'm gonna we're gonna make some Vikings fans really happy. This I was weekend. so
1: jealous when I saw them and then looked online and they're all sold out. And we've got two to give away. Also.
0: There is and a Flip jer- Shirt is going to be the top the top prize in the giveaway. Game <laughs> Changer16 will be putting in the bid. I see it now. I also, see you, Donnie.
1: There will be a jersey giveaway. And the jersey is going to be jersey of your choice. So it could uh, you can select possibly uh Justin Jefferson per se, or mm-hmm. you can select the first round draft choice. Guaranteed to have that jersey for at least four years. So use that wisely. But all, there that, it is. all that brought to you as part you know by Lake Monster Brewing, partnered with Daily Norseman. Climbing the Pocket will be here live all three days. We'll be putting up all a schedule. All weekend long. All weekend long. All 50 plus hours of live broadcasting. So join us, uh, have a good time, bring your favorite beverage, be prepared to laugh, be prepared to cheer, be prepared to scream if Quazy picks somebody you
0: didn't expect. But be here for the fun. Yeah. But there it is. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on. Tyler, good to see you again. Jonas, thanks for coming on. Know it's late. Flip, always a pleasure. Dave, play the music, man.